cracking the code on how you can drive business results and customer connection. Equipping you to acquire, engage, and retain customers, inspiring lasting loyalty across mobile, web, apps, and more. Welcome to Mobile Presence. This week and twice a month, we bring you a special series about retention sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform. Hosted by analyst, author, and top 30 mobile marketing influencer, Peggy Ann Sauls. Hey, hello, and welcome to Mobile Presence. This is episode 379, and I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove, bringing you a special mini-series on retention marketing because this is what you need to crush it in 2020. 2020, retention is the goal, the game changer, and we're going to help you up your game, no pun intended because it is about gaming today, but up your game to keep customers, users, coming back. It's all about mastering hard data, soft skills to personalize your communications and campaigns and match every user, every customer's individual engagement preferences. So in this special bi-weekly mini-series, we deep dive into the do's, the don'ts of retention marketing, lifting the lid on how you can move the needle. And to guide us on this journey is my guest today, Sai Shravinas Kiranji otherwise known as Sai, co-founder, CEO of Mobile Premier League, MPL, the largest mobile esports platform in India and one of the largest on the planet. So pleased to have you here today, Sai. How are you doing today? You're coming to us from India, of course. Thank you so much, Peggy, for having me on your show. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's really great to be here. I, yeah, I'm, 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 quite, I'm dialing in from Bangalore. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm doing pretty well. And, uh, and, and yeah, really excited to chat with you about retention, about gaming, and about esports in general. Absolutely. And I have to say, full disclosure, again, I'm excited because uh, we also have an article, uh, rather, I've written about you in Forbes. I'm excited about what you're building at MPL. But let's just take a step back for a moment. I called, you know, the largest, one of the largest esports platforms on the planet. But you also have um, a little bit of other street cred I'd like to deep dive into. You've recently made the Entrepreneur India's 35 Under 35 2020 list with some leading names, including yourself. Uh, how's it feel to have achieved that, Sai? Oh, thank you. Uh, yes, you know, it, it, it does feel good. Uh, and I'm humbled to be a part of this list. Uh, you know, uh, it always feels good to be a part of uh, lists like this when you, when you have such amazing company alongside you. Uh, but I think for us, the biggest win, and for me personally also, uh, is more to do with uh, MPL. Uh, MPL started, or Mobile Premier League, we call it MPL in short. Uh, we started like uh, about 18 months back. And in just uh, 18 months, uh, we practically went from uh, just five, six people building the company to probably being, or should I say, uh, being the biggest uh, gaming platform in India with 40 different games. And, uh, you know, we also have the biggest uh, sporting celebrity uh, in the subcontinent uh, uh, who is our brand ambassador. I think that is something I'm really, really proud about because if you would ask me two years back, uh, uh, you know, where would I be in two years? I think I'd say a lot of things, but uh, this definitely wouldn't be one of the things uh, I, I would have said. So very, very, very proud of the fact that we've been able to do this in the last 18 months. 
Absolutely. And in 18 months, that is amazing. How many, I'm just curious, you know, some of the milestones around your company. So our listeners, we have a global audience, but I think they need to sort of understand, you know, the the breadth, for example, of your games. You have 40 games, including um, Indian Premier League, which is the big deal for Indians. I mean, for our audience doesn't know it, it's, it's like the Super Bowl there. So, I mean, these are massively popular games. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think actually it's uh, kind of bigger than the Super Bowl. Of course uh, it is. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can't, we can't yeah. let the Americans think it is, but yes, it yeah. is absolutely. <laughs> yeah. The reason, no, no. The reason why, uh, the reason why I say that it's probably bigger than the Super Bowl is uh, uh, because there are over a billion people in India itself who are glued to the IPL for the entire <laughs> duration of uh, uh, the two months that it runs for, and many more across the world. And and to be honest, I think in the next four or five years, it could probably end up being one of the most successful uh, sports leagues, uh, uh, sports league globally. Um, and, you know, this year, you know, it's, it's a little unfortunate that it's probably pushed out uh, because of the tough situation around the world right now. But uh, I really, really hope that, uh, you know, this passes and uh, we all get back to uh, get back to uh, work soon. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's true for sports, but also, you know, I'm looking at a lot of the data around how we interact with apps now, and it's actually, um, you know, it's, it's much, much higher than anyone had anticipated. We had App Annie on a show recently just going through the data with us. I mean, what are you, you seeing? How are users engaging with your app? What, what uplift are you seeing? Or, or maybe even um, addiction for that matter? Yeah, I mean, um, uh, the, the, the uptick is definitely there. I mean, we've seen quite quite a big uptick in the last uh, two to three weeks. I think that's when, uh, that's when the effect uh, truly started uh, showing itself in this part of the world uh, with, uh, with, with, you know, the, with, some, with a large part of the country being under lockdown and now the, now the entire country being under, the lo- un, under lockdown. Uh, we've seen almost 300 to 400% growth in uh, some of the gaming categories, for example, there's this game called uh, WCC Cricket, uh, which is, I think, uh, easily the best uh, uh, cricket game that's available for users to play on mobile, uh, where people could actually, you know, bat and bowl and stuff. Uh, you know, that game in the last two three weeks uh, saw an increase of roughly around 400 percent in terms of engagement, in terms of user growth, uh, and that's quite crazy. Uh, I've not seen I've not seen that kind of growth. Uh, uh, in 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 a game in such a short period uh, uh, in the past 18, 18 odd months that I've been uh, uh, running this product for. Absolutely. And, and what about the way people engage? I mean, is there a certain audience, a certain age group? I mean, I remember uh, back in the day writing all the time that, you know, it's amazing. Lots of games are actually pastimes for female, not necessarily male users. Uh, what's it look like with you? Uh, actually, you know, uh, our audience is uh, is 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 uh, more skewed to the male uh, mm-hmm. side. Uh, I mean, when I say skewed, it's probably seventy percent male and thirty percent female. It's also more to do with the uh, internet uh, demographic split in India itself. Like the internet split itself is more like a sixty, sixty-five to thirty-five to male uh, in India, uh, and we see users from all across the country. Right? We've got users from over thousand different cities and small towns in India uh, using the app. So it's uh, it's not specifically driven to a particular metro or uh, or a particular type of cities. Uh, we see all kinds of users. Uh, we've seen we've seen we've seen users from even small, really really small towns come on MPL, win these really really big tournaments. And these are tournaments where there are hundreds of thousands of people playing 
and 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 then massive prize monies that change their lives uh, in in a very positive way. So so our user base is pretty split and you know pretty homogeneous when I uh, uh, and comes from pretty much all parts of the country. And uh, we're going to get to you know your user base, how you keep them engaged, and some of the trends that you're seeing there, some of the accomplishments you count. It would also just be interesting to understand again the breadth of the games you have. I mean, we're talking about. Um, Yes, we have gaming, but you've got quizzing, competitive exams, art, audio content, um, such a wide range. Uh, is this something yeah. that, that uh, also has a, a global following? Because these sound great and uh, you know, users around the world are most likely engaging with them. Yeah, um, so one of, the, one of the core philosophies uh, with which we started MPL was that uh, right from day one, we wanted to be a platform. Right. And, uh, you know, the best example I keep taking uh, is that of an amusement park. Right. You don't go to an amusement park with a plan to ride a particular ride. Right. You're just going to go to an amusement park, buy a bunch of tickets at the entry and then pick and choose whichever ride you want to take. And the whole idea with MPL was also something similar. We wanted to ensure that we had all possible games uh, that the users enjoy playing. So we have games across five different categories. We have got the good old card games that people enjoy playing. We've got casual games. We've got mid-core games. We've got fantasy. Uh, we've got quizzing. Uh, and now we've also added content. And the whole idea of adding content, like audio shows, for example, is that we've started realizing that people in the app were gaining a lot of followers uh, because they were really good at some of these games. And, they, and, and these guys were really interested in figuring out a way to talk to their followers and engage with their followers. So adding audio shows was more an experiment where we wanted to see if, uh, if, if, say, if, if a user is really good, at, uh, really good at a game like chess, then would, would that user be able to engage with his followers in the form of an audio show where these followers could ask him questions or you know, chat with that user or you know, just share their opinions and in turn tip, uh, tip the user uh, uh, for sharing his knowledge and sharing his experience. And that that experiment seems to have worked, and that's something that 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 just you know started working well for us. So now that's become a full blown feature, and in the course of the next uh, you know two three weeks, you'll see us also do live streaming where these these pro users who are really good at these games can actually engage with their followers and tell them how they can up their skills in 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 some of these games. That's absolutely fascinating because that's the way of the platform play. And we all know that that's the one that's most sustainable. That's the one with competitive advantage. So not just to be a game, but to be a community, to be a platform. And you're talking about sharing. I appreciate you sharing your insights and knowledge here, particularly such a high growth company as MPL. But we do have to go to break right now. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. 
distribution to almost every podcast portal, an embeddable player for your website, an ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts, and much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. It passes before it's noticed. A slight rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. Within a tenth of a second, the reaction has passed, but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. Does your website deliver impulses to act? It can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences, marketing on purpose. LPO, landing page optimization, where we make marketers great using design, data, psychology, and attitude. Join our host, Brian Massey, best known as the Conversion Scientist, as he sits down with leading marketers to help you create campaigns that deliver. LPO, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Sauls. And we're back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz. We have Cy, co-founder and CEO of MPL. And Cy, right before the break, we were talking about what you're building there because, you know, 18 months ago, there was no MPL. Now, you know, was it 30 million users, I believe, and, and growing at a rapid rate? Is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, 30 million users. I think now we're more like close to 40. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's... It, uh, even we were surprised as to how how much the users liked uh, what we built, and it was quite crazy last year, and continues to be crazy. And and part of that is also, I think, the appeal of what you're doing. You know, it's not just an app or family of an app; it's it's platforms. And I was talking about that before the break because I know very well how we were talking about the power of the platform. It started with Amazon. You know, the power of the platform keep us coming back, keep us engaged. We'll talk about retention in a moment, but just the offer itself, you know, streaming, um, chat. Uh, tell me a little bit more about the motivation, the vision that you have. You know, MPL is a platform play. Where did the idea come from? Right. Uh, I think uh, the, so I started my career in Zynga, right? And, and games and game design is something that I was always very, very uh, interested in, and it just happened to be that I was some. It was something that I was also reasonably okay at. So, uh, so one of the things that uh, one of the things that I've always learned about games is that uh, you know, uh, games like any form of content will always come with an expiry date, right? You know, there is there you will play a game, but you will play a game for like two months or three months, and then usually you move on to the next game. But 
the, the beauty of a platform where there are a whole bunch of games is that you always keep coming back to the platform to find more games, to find new users so that you can engage in these newer games with and, and engage with these new set of users. So, so for the number one reason why we chose to be a platform and not make games ourselves and get developers to make these games uh, is because we always felt that, you know, a game might go out of fashion, but a platform where there are a whole bunch of games can never go out of fashion. So that was the fundamental reason why we decided to make uh, make make it a platform. And the second thing as to why we chose to make it in the form of a competitive esports app where people could compete in these tournaments to earn money is because we believe that the future in the next three four years, uh, the digital skills you have that is the skills you can use in on on the internet and on on any digital landscape are probably going to be way more valuable than physical skills. Right, mm. and I can't think of a better digital skill uh, than gaming because uh, you—it's already—it's already apparent all around you, right? You take some of the biggest esports tournaments; they probably pay out bigger prize monies than even the FIFA World Cup and the Cricket World Cup. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is just going to probably become the norm in the next, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, three to four years. And we felt that MPL prop, MPL has this lovely opportunity to be the platform where users from all across the world could compete in the games of their choice uh, and and win in big tournaments and kind of show their skills off to uh, to their peers and to the community. I, I couldn't agree more. That's exactly what I'm reading and seeing. There's a great new report from Nuzu about the power of esports, particularly in our unprecedented times. Uh, not only will we be looking for pastimes, but we will be literally polishing up our skills. Um, I'm wondering, you know, it's about the prize for the user, but the prize for you as a company is to acquire and keep the users. And uh, I saw a recent video where you were talking about this, the importance of retention marketing, how you approach retention. Maybe you can give me a high-level view of how you see this, because it's not something that you can um, do quite so overtly. It's really about the appeal of your gameplay, appeal of your platform, appeal of your messaging. Right, absolutely. Uh, and and you know, in a country like, uh, especially in a country like India, because you know, uh, users have so many options. There's so many folks trying to like, you know, capture the user's attention. So it's it's all the more important in India. And you know, for us, retention is 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 just very very central to the whole product, right? Because uh, if, if you have like 30 or 40 different games and the users are playing all these games, it's very important to understand the user's journey from the moment the user's downloaded the app to the moment the user starts playing his first game or her first game for that matter. And it's very important to understand when the user's starting to get bored of that game or the user's starting to probably not uh, enjoy the game as much as he did in the first one, two weeks. It's very important to connect with those users at a very personalized level. and introduce newer forms of content or newer forms of engagement with the app, right? Because if you do not do that and you do not do that at a personalized level to that user, then you're always at the risk of, you know, churning that user. And in any, any internet product, the worst thing that can happen to you is you acquiring a user, getting that user to use your app for like a month, month and a half, and then churning. uh, And then that user churns because uh, you're much better off letting the user churn much sooner, like in probably the first or second day itself. But the fact that the user spent a month in your product, he understands your product, he used your product, and now the user is leaving is like literally, uh, it's it's literally like a big business leaving 
a, a business, you know, a big business going away uh, if you were a B2B company, right? So in because of that very reason, a lot of our retention marketing is actually focused on building out proper segments of users, understanding which kind of users behave or which kind of users like particular kind of games, and then trying to ensure that those users continue to find that kind of content more and more. And we mm-hmm. communicate that kind of content to the users via notifications, via in-app promotions, via surfacing in the app, and getting those users to engage more and more with the stuff that they, uh, with the stuff they like. And all the, this becomes all the more important, especially when you're spending massive amounts of money, money to the tune of like say millions and millions of dollars, uh, in 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 television advertising and brand building, because these users are going to see you, and these users are going to hear about you from all these various places, and they're going to come to you in huge numbers, like the numbers that we just spoke about, like 30, uh, you know, 30 odd million users in a year, that's a lot of users to acquire in a year. And if you don't have these infrastructure in place, you don't have the infrastructure in place to design customized journeys for every single user amongst those 30 million to ensure that these users continue to use the app, then you're, 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 you're in for a really, really rough time. And you'd end up making, you'd end up making a lot of mistakes, which would cost you a lot in the longer run. And I like the way you compared it to, you know, it is an investment. You have invested in users. And if it was the onboarding process, it's like, okay, they came, they went. But, you know, they come, they stay, they stay for a while, then they churn. It's something you want to stop before it starts. I'm reading that you saw retention rates go up 30 to 40% in uh, one campaign alone. I mean, how are you approaching this? Is this something that you say we're going to get in early segmentation from onboarding onwards to really understand each individual user and adapt to that user's practices and journey? Right. So uh, I think uh, the key to getting uh, the key to getting this right uh, is not actually during the campaign. Uh, it's actually before the campaign, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because during the campaign, it's like the floodgates open and you're going to get like massive number of users into your product. So you cannot actually define journeys, build journeys and, you know, create, uh, create, create a great, create like a very, very ordered way of working for your team and a, a very structured journey for the user during the campaign. So a lot of this is a function of how you are running your product marketing uh, before you start the campaign. How are you ensuring that for all the users you're acquiring from various channels, be it from digital ads, be it from organic, be it from referrals, uh, how are you ensuring that for the users who come from these channels, You've, you've done up the journeys in a way where their conversion rates are highest, where their retentions are best. And you've, you've also ensured that these journeys are customized to the game ad that they saw. For example, Peggy, if you've seen an ad of a, of, of a game called Pool and you come into MPL, then I need to ensure that the first game you play is Pool. It shouldn't be some other game, right? Simple yeah. things like that. So you need to do all of that for all these various channels that you acquire users from. And you need to ensure that you've optimized the conversion percentages and you optimized uh, the entire funnel to as best a degree as possible. And then you turn on the big acquisition campaign and then you turn on your big, big brand campaigns. Because if you do not get that, if you do not get that uh, optimization right and you turn on the big brand campaign, then, you know, it's going to be a landslide, right? You, you, you will realize that a lot of users will just come into the app and then they're just going to leave the app. And that's something I don't think any, any business would want to see. 
it's very smart what you're saying. You know, you do this up front because this is very different from what app marketing, growth marketing was before. It was like, look and see who you get in, into the funnel, fill the funnel, then figure it out. And you're doing it long before. Yep. Is that something that you learned through sort of trial and error? Or is this a, a new approach that you are in a way even perhaps pioneering to marketing, retention marketing? Because it is very different from what many of your peers have done in gay marketing, to be quite frank. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think I think I wouldn't say uh, it's something that we're pioneering. I'm sure it's I'm sure a lot of other folks would have done it uh, in the past. Uh, I think it's it's we've made our own set of mistakes uh, in the past uh, where where we've uh, where we've set some money on fire uh, uh, without getting these basics right. So I think uh, I think we've learned from these mistakes and uh, we've decided as a company that uh, we we will now always optimize our funnels and then. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, turn on the heat in marketing. I think one is that. And the second thing is, if you look at all these other gaming companies, right, these gaming companies are more focused on advertising a single game. It's a specific game. They're not advertising a platform. Then they're not, they're not talking about a platform. They're talking about a specific game. So when it's, when you're talking about a specific game, it becomes much more easier because it's just one linear funnel that you're optimizing for. You're advertising an apple to the user. The user comes and buys the apple. But in my case, I'm actually advertising the entire shopping mall, right? So it's all the more important for me to figure out which user to advertise what to. And then once that user lands into the app, I need to ensure that, or once the user comes into the shopping mall, I need to ensure that the first shop he sees is the shop that he's most likely going to purchase from, right? So, so it's, 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 a, it's a slightly different problem for me. And, uh, and, and that's the reason why we've cr created this practice to suit the business uh, that, that we're running. Mm -hmm. Well, it's been great that you're so candid in sharing some of these. It's a little bit of a cliffhanger because we do have to go to break and we sort of want to say the next question is, well, how do you do it? Or what are some how to's around that? But we do have to go to break size. So hold that thought. Keep that thought. Listeners, we'll be right back after the break. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. 
Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Sauls. And we are back to the final segment of Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ansaltz with Mobile Groove. We have Cy, co-founder, CEO of Mobile Premier League, MPL. Great to have you here, Cy. So good that you're also sharing so openly um, some of your best practices. And you were talking about how you approach retention, you know, and how you promote approach marketing overall. And um, talking about the preparation that goes into it, I'd love to hear, our listeners would love to hear I would imagine some do's and don'ts here. So you said, you know, to start it even, you know, in the product marketing phase, that's, I think is a big do, but um, why don't you follow on with a couple others? One, one do, one don't. All right. Uh, I think the first do is for you to know, uh, if say, let's assume you've got hundred dollars that you're going to spend and you would know exactly where you're going to spend those hundred dollars. And so probably you're going to spend 20 or 30 of it in digital marketing. You're going to spend 30 or 40 of it, say in television, and you're going to spend the other ones in say a whole bunch of other places. I think the first and most important thing that you should do certainly is that you should have spent some of these monies on these channels in the past. And you should ensure that uh, for the users who are coming from those channels, you need to ensure that the, the journeys that you set using the, using the, using, using the tools that you do, uh, you've set up those journeys in a way that you've optimized for those channels already. Say, for example, from the digital ads, let's assume I get a 15% conversion. Then you need to be prepared for the fact that when you amp up the spends, this conversion is going to probably drop for drop by three or four basis points to say like 11 or 12 or even 10 in some cases. And you've got to make the same plan for every other channel. And you need to ensure that with that kind of conversion, the money that you're going to spend and the journeys that you've set you will be able to go hit your target. So that's the first do that you should do. You should ensure that all these channels are things that you've run in the past and you've, you've optimized your journeys and you've optimized personalized journeys and they're fantastic tools that will help you do that. Uh, and you need to know that these conversions will drop when you up the scale. So that's the first do that you should do. Uh, you need to ensure that you've got all these journeys in place. You need to ensure that you've done the modeling and you need to ensure that the monies that you're going to spend uh, is going to give you the numbers that you're looking for even after a three or four basis points decrease when you increase the number of users that are going to come in. The don't I would say is, uh, I think the, the first don't I'd say is that do not be too, do not be uh, optimistic or do not be too hopeful that, you know, magic is going to happen in marketing, right? Uh, you know, we always get to see some of those really beautiful magical campaigns or magical ads that uh, that show up every once in a while some a lot of them keep showing up in the super bowl ads but you know what 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 you need to know as a user or sorry as a, as a business leader it's important for you to know that those ads are one in a thousand or one in a hundred your ad isn't going to be one of them your ad is not going to change everything your ad is probably going to be one of those average good ads that's going to get you decent number of users so you always plan assuming that your ad is going to be average your ad is going to just get you the basic stuff and anything that happens over and above that is bonus. But do not assume 
that your ad's going to go set the world on fire. And, and speaking of ads, I mean, I, I not, not as a segue intentionally, but I was also fascinated to read that you are also pursuing um, a brand awareness campaign for MPL. I'm excited to see some of those segments, even perhaps embed them uh, here with the show notes in our show. But uh, can you give us a little taste of that? What can we expect? Oh, uh, in, in terms of the brand campaigns of MPL? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 In fact, uh, in fact, uh, one of the one of the craziest things that we did uh, early on when we started MPL, in fact, three weeks after we launched MPL, we went and signed Virat Kohli uh, uh, as our brand ambassador. Just to put things into perspective, Virat Kohli is like the Lionel Messi of cricket uh, and is probably the most recognized face in, the, in, in India. And last year, we did this really huge brand campaign with him during IPL that enabled us to get MPL as a brand in front of every single user and just tell the users, hey, you know what, this is MPL and this is what you could do. And since then, we've constantly been following that campaign up with more specific campaigns focused on specific types of games to get to specific pockets of users in all parts of the country. Because India is very diverse in that way. So like something that works in the northern part of the country in terms of communication might not work in the southern part. So in terms of brand, when you want to build a brand in India, you have to literally look at all the four or five different parts of the country as five different sub-countries maybe and 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 use of use a really recognizable face like Virat to drive your messaging and what you'll ex- what you can expect from us in the next one year is to build more on these focus campaigns so that we build our brand all across the country uh, in, in a much more methodical way Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be looking forward to following that. I'd love to have you also maybe back a little bit uh, later on, you know, down through the year to uh, to get an update on all of this. And uh, thanks for sharing so candidly, you know, do's, don'ts, ideas around the user journey, how to architect it, how to optimize it. I'm sure our listeners are going to want to stay in touch with you or keep up with things over at MPL. What's the best way to do that, Sai? Yeah, so thank you, Peggy. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Uh, the best way to stay in touch with me would probably be on Twitter. Uh, you can reach out to me at Sai Srinivas. That is at S-A-I-S-R-I-N-I-V-A-S. Or you can always drop in a mail to me at Sai at MPLgaming.com. Uh, and I'm always happy to, um, you know, hear out new ideas and talk to new people and share my experiences in any way that would be helpful to them. And it was great to have you as well, Sai. As I said, I'd love to have you back. And in the meantime, listeners, if you want to keep up with me throughout the week, find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, email me, Peggy, Peggy at mobilegroove.com, where you can also find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And of course, we'll have more about our guests and other details in our show notes. Of course, you can check out all other episodes of Mobile Presence by going to WMRFM, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. Stay well, stay safe. We'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.